All You Need to Know is brought to you by no one. No one at all. Welcome to All You Need to Know, the show where you hear about everything and learn about nothing. Here are your hosts, Quinn Eaton and Isaac Bayer. The last episode that we were talking, I, when was it? Uh, two, two weeks ago? Week the ago, last week, episode you were on? Um, yeah, it was AI. We talked about AI? Yeah, the, the topic where we covered all kinds of stuff. Yeah, and it was like, oh man, AI could be really potentially bad for a lot of people in a lot of situations. Right. And I'll say this, I just made an account with the big, GPT? yeah, and oh, uh, no. I've been using that lately for some school assignments. It's crunch week as midterm. No way. Can you, should you be saying that? Who's going to stop me? But first of all, is it I'm okay if this gets no posted rule. in the episode? Yeah, because I don't first think. Of all, yeah, because you know what? Okay, I would like to say on the record, I which was my next point. You kind of you kind of jumped in there. I'm not using it word for word. I'm not like typing in a question and just like copy and paste it. What I've been doing is like okay. asking for it to point me in the direction of like, because, you know, in like university, they say, oh, such such scholarly articles for some, then you can complete right. this. Google so Scholar. To, yeah, yeah. So I'll go to this AI. I'll ask for, you know, four scholarly articles about this specific subject and a summary for each okay. one. Yeah, yeah. And it tells me exactly. I mean, I can, it's a, I, you know, how many times have you been in school doing something and you're like, oh boy, here we go. Another summit. You're like scrolling through the you know, the pages. library yeah it's just yeah. like a, a crap that you never need dude it has been life-changing in every in every way okay well you know what i it's was like i worried. made a new friend i was worried for a second that you were going to just expose yourself and by that i think i mean it in the the better way of exposing yourself than the the alternative way of exposing yourself if you're following well, but i thought that you were going to get if you... i thought you were going to get yourself in trouble there but i don't right. think that that would, no. that would hold up in court you know, no. if someone were to prosecute you for uh, exactly. possi- possibly cheating, cheating, it seems like you're just and what, what would resources. it even be for? Plagiarism? No, it's a completely unique uh, response. Even if I did, and I think if you did use it word for word, copy and paste, I think you're a fool for that. I think you're uh, making the worst use of those resources. That's what right. I think. And I don't know how many course, people actually use it. I've been I've been out of school, out of college since yeah, out uh, of work last Me August. Too since last august and so i haven't been writing up any scholarly papers um but you mentioned that i'm out of work no longer am i out of work because i did finally land a A contract with a y and 2k no 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 no. uh not that uh even though that would be great and and one day i hope that that's something that works out where all you need to know is kind of its own being but uh writing actually i am writing uh i have the night shift so that's why uh, DJ is not oh, yeah. on this week. I want to make that clear. I didn't lead with like, and Isaac takes a 3-1 lead kind of thing. I did, though. Uh, Take a 3-1 lead. But this one doesn't count because it was oh, my fault. DJ was like, no. I can do this. And I said, I can't do that because of my new job, me working the night shift. So Isaac and I are kind of fitting this in I mean, around neither my shift. Neither of you had a single hour the whole week, I'm sure. There was not a single hour of free time for either of you. Well, so it, it's difficult okay, because because my shift kind of picks up later in the day and he gets off. He works early in the day and then gets off, you know, kind of in the afternoonish. So what are you implying about me when you say that? When you say I'm, those I'm things that, about DJ and you, what do you imply? Well, about the, the, the big thing for you is that you have access to Internet. You don't live out in the boondocks like DJ does to where he can't 
actually that's get on crazy. Wi-Fi I didn't and know have he, a conversation with me. So I didn't know he didn't have <laughs> Yes. Well, he does, but it's like, it's very slow. It's, it's, it's as if someone is in the back, like winding it by arm, like it's an arm crank <laughs> Wi-Fi. If that ever, if that ever existed, because I remember there was a, a NFL game that was on and DJ had like a get together at his house whenever they first moved in. And I was like, Say are we going to be able to watch the game? And he said, yeah, of course. I was like, okay, good, good, good. Um, but they don't have cable. So I got over there and the, uh, the pixelation on that that TV is something that I haven't seen since the years of like the box televisions. <laughs> and it was a flat screen TV. I looked at it just to make sure. Oh, but no offense so to DJ, you know, he's he's kind of getting, getting everything together. Their place out there looks great. I'm sure he would love to have Wi-Fi. Uh, as, as well as his wife would probably like to have Wi-Fi. They have like a, the bare minimum Wi-Fi, but it's just as good as you can get out there. Huge um, net. In Katawa. But that is not what we're talking about today. Um, and I know that I kind of mentioned that I, I got, a, got a writing gig. So congrats to me for all the people. Hey, that congrats been... to Quinn Eaton. Yep. He wrote when he was in school and he's writing outside of school and he went to school for business. So yes. Uh, and so congrats I'm putting... to him really putting my degree to work. Uh, Thanks for pointing that out. But um, I, I, I'm not, I didn't go to school for podcasting either. And now look, right. Been podcasting for five years. So I could even look at how much of that money that's made you. I could teach a course if I had to, I think on podcasting, if anybody's interested, I am available for teaching podcasting classes at your local convalescent center. Uh, If you want to kind of give me a shout out uh, either myself or DJ, probably not Isaac since he's located in a different state would be happy to come by and teach anybody who's interested about a little bit of podcasting. Um, and the number one thing I would say is don't start a podcast because we already have one and we are kind of trying to monopolize this area of Western yep. Kentucky, but we're not talking about monopolies. We're not talking about podcasting classes, even though we did an episode fully dedicated to podcasting one time. We've got a topic that I threw out. You seemed mildly interested in. I was indifferent. And that's good enough for me. And that's good enough for me. This is episode 254. Today's topic, public transportation. Isaac. Yeah, you think I could go get a coffee? No, 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 you think, because, you think because you I'm, throwing like 25 seconds? It, I'm throwing it right to you. But what I just is, finished my cup of coffee. What is public transportation, Isaac? Well, you know, if I had to get, if, you know, if I had to really get into the, the deepness of it, I would say it's probably transportation available to the public. Okay. And where, where were you able to kind of break that down from what I just said? Did you yeah. use context clues? Is that, is that how you broke it down? Mm, I'm, it was more like, uh, the verbiage, the words, right? You got to break down the letters and the words. And so public transportation, you know, that's two words, tr- public and also transportation. Wow. And, you know, you got to consider the implications of what each of those mm-hmm. words mean. You know, is that an adjective? Is that a verb? Mm. You know, or is it a noun and so forth? And, you know, you kind of come to the conclusion, you know, you really can only come to one conclusion. So. Yeah. And that, that University of Wyoming education is really paying off. Public transportation, buses, trains, metros, subways, would you count planes as public transportation? Because it just seems like it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it fits into that category because it seems like public transportation for the most part is is affordable uh, vehicular transportation, right? Right. And it's where, uh, you know, your car wouldn't count as a public transportation because that's your car. 
even though you might be transporting yourself publicly, that doesn't count as public transportation. So we're going to have to break down the barriers and the stigmas around public transportation to really understand it. But you would agree buses, trains, metros, subways, right? That's the main form of the public transportations. Yeah. And if you would go ahead and kick us off with the difference between a metro and a subway. It just depends on where you are. Uh, I know that in Washington, D.C., they call it the metro. I know in New York City, it's called the subway. So I just didn't want to leave anything out, but it does seem like that. Uh, basically, what we're talking about is that underground mm-hmm. uh, train system. Uh, I wish it was like the monorail at Disney whenever yeah, you go there, up but, on it's, high. but it's not. It's it's scary. It's the above way? And it's called dark. The subway because it's the underneath the way. It's sub the way, subway. Could be, could be. So That's a metro, good... metro would just be like, if you were rich, in a rich part of town, maybe. Okay. Well, what I love about this conversation is that we could easily type it in on the internet and figure out why these are called what they are. But we don't that's do not that. how we We're do We're not it. here for that. Yeah. No. no. And no one else is here to learn about differentiating between metros and subways. They don't care, right? They, right. Well, I hope that they care enough to listen, but they don't care enough to like say, oh, well, I don't think that they fact-checked that one. But public transportation, for the most part, and I kind of got into it with subways and stuff. Um, and, and let me go ahead and I don't want to get ahead of myself here. What about taxis and rideshare services? Oh, are those are public transportations? No, I, I don't gonna, think so. I think, okay. well, we're having that a conversation big of what, of what is public transportation. Okay. Yeah. So, right. so okay. taxis, rideshare services like Uber and Lyft, is that public transportation? See, now it's interesting because, you know, Uber and Lyft is kind of putting out taxis, right? But why is that? It's because you can mail order them. It's because you can go on your phone, hit it with a beep, 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 beep. They come mm-hmm. right to you in a matter of minutes or whatever. I think beep, beep, for beep, taxis, beep. yeah, and, and it's kind of like that. And I think for taxis, it's similar. I think you can still probably just request a taxi. I don't think it's that much different. Uh, but because Uber is just, you know, I think Uber kind of kicked it off, you know, back in the day. I think uh, it's just kind of taking the lead on that. Well, let me ask you this. I'm going to go ahead and go on a rant real quick, okay? Go ahead. Because I know I know taxis, and if you need to go get coffee, if you need to go get coffee, now would be a good time. time. Now's Perfect. the time. Go ahead. I, I I just want to put this out there because I'm tired of you know taxis, right? Taxis come in, and it's the only form of transportation, public transportation, I guess, if we're going to call it that, in these big cities. And by the way, Isaac has walked off. He is no longer on the screen. I'm just talking to myself at the at the moment. But taxis, they're in these big cities and they are like, oh, this is the only way around town if you if you don't want to take the subway, right? And imagine yourself in New York City or Chicago or whatever big city it is where you're getting around by taxi. They have this huge head start, right? Taxis have a huge head start from Uber and Lyft, right? Well, you, why, didn't, I... you, you didn't miss much. I'm saying I'm complaining that taxis have this huge head start on Ubers okay. and Lyfts, well, similar I mean, to the head start that yeah. Blockbuster had on netflix similar to all kinds of different all kinds of other companies where um i think another one another good example skype right because right now we're using zoom it's all of these companies that came out or or services that come out way before and they have a certain way of doing things right and then another certain way of doing thing come comes along 
and then replaces that certain way of doing things. And then they get upset instead of them becoming that new way of doing things. So this whole whole argument where it's like, we got to save the taxis. Don't forget about the taxis. Take a taxi instead of an Uber. No. If Uber came along and made the process easier, simplified it, expedited the process, safer even, right? Because you just get on your phone like, oh, uh, this person's coming to pick me up with this license plate so I know which car to get into. And they're going to pick me up right here versus me having to go down two blocks and try to wave down a taxi. I just, I, I wanted to go on a rant right there. And now you can ask ask your question that you had for me if you remember it. But I just wanted to say like, hey, taxis, Skype, Blockbuster, if you're upset, you should have done it yourself. <laughs> And right. That's all well, saying. and that's interesting. And that's interesting. And and I, you know, I somewhat agree. But I also think, you know, it's important to recognize you got to give credit where credit's due. Because it wasn't just like a competing service that was just a better service. There was like a key information, right? The difference when Uber came out was that you could request it on your phone. Mm-hmm. The kind of like the safety feature. Blockbuster was like a video rental, but Netflix mailed it to your house. Like there was, you know what I'm saying? There's right, like, but they didn't just stop key. there, right? Netflix didn't just stop there. They were like, oh, wait, I see well, where was, this is going. Let's exactly. make it digital. And they evolved. And now, of exactly. course, maybe Netflix is about to get replaced by some other streaming service, right? Because of all yeah, the, com- the competitors. Yeah. But the taxi piracy. was just like, well, what the heck's going on? I'm just going to keep doing it the way that I've always been doing it and hope that somehow we make it. And now but, all these taxi drivers true. and these taxi companies are like, what the hell happened? Uber has come be- in and replaced us. Could that be because taxis and probably it's probably not this way in the bigger cities, but is it taxi services? You know, they're private services. They're like companies, but they're private services like Uber is technically a private service, but it's very it's like a almost a corporation because now they have the Uber Eats and there's like yeah, the Uber yeah. all kind of grocery or whatever. Right. Good for them. Right. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, it's not like uh two massive corporate you know it's like microsoft and apple mm-hmm. battling it out you know every year a new innovation well, and, and i'm gonna saying? i'm gonna stop you gotta put it in you're, perspective you're right you're right and put in perspective and all those things but are taxis and ride shares public transportation do they count no Why? i think we've been talking about this uh for 20 minutes for no reason and they don't count because they don't count because well who's going in the taxi and who's going in the uber people that don't want to use public transportation Perhaps, or because you could not otherwise drive. But if it's a car on the road and it's you driving a car or it's a car on the road and you're getting driven, it's still a car on the road for you or for you and your friends. So it basically just still counts as a car. And I think anything besides a car is public transportation. Well, I think that gets you from one place to another. Yeah, I think the implication of public transportation is uh, transportation on mass en on mass and mass uh-huh. you know what i'm saying and that makes sense to me because the public transportation idea is to transport a lot of people cheaply and efficiently and maybe even perhaps environmentally friendly in some cases maybe perhaps and i think we'll get to that here in just a second so thank you for bringing that up but i kind of already touched on it earlier um the stigma around public transportation right There's a stigma I mentioned that, you know, whenever you go in the subway, it's dark and it can be scary. And you're like, wait, what? how did how did that guy get in here? Well, with that bag? You can you know, go that on. Kind of hey, I've been I've been to some subways. All right. And I'm not talking about the restaurants. Right. I'm talking about the Ugh. public transportation subway in the big city of, of New York. Right. The Big Apple. And you go into those subways 
and you're like, hey, this is pretty cool, right? I mean, this this makes a lot of sense because there's, there's too much traffic tourist, above. It's pretty cool. There's too well, exactly, but there's too much traffic above me. So it's kind of like that old nursery rhyme thing. I don't even know it's a nursery rhyme. Can't go over it. Can't go around it. We gotta go under it. I've right? never you heard that. It? You made that up. Well, that's that's something that I've that I've heard before, and I know that other people listening have heard that as well. So that's the He's idea. Is somebody came up to New York City, which of course it was probably in the planning process in the beginning, but just play along with me. And they were like, "Well, listen, we can't send people over these buildings. That'd be too dangerous. And good luck getting around these buildings because there's too many well, damn people. They do let's go under. Get around them. Let's go under it. Okay. And that's exactly what they did at the subway. Now, yeah. I mentioned the stigma, right? Maybe you get on the bus." Maybe you get, you know, on a train. I've taken a train before and I love trains. And we're going to talk a little bit about that later. I'm teasing a lot of stuff later in the episode. So people will continue to listen and I'll just turn it off. But it's 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 a stigma that I think we can all agree on, right? It's public transportation, which means a lot of people are going through there. And whenever a lot of people go through something like that, what happens, Isaac? It's just stinky. It's dirty. Yep. Have you ever, let me ask you a question. Have you ever rode a bus? gotten off the bus and gone to wherever you were, maybe you're meeting some friends at a restaurant and no. you walk in and you say, Hey Steve, what's up, Mike? And they go, were you on the bus? Like they smell this, the stank. No, you know? that's never happened. Okay. That's not, that's never happened to you either. No, it hasn't. That was a, kind of a, a metaphorical situation to kind of set up. You said they're stinky. How do you know they're stinky? It can be. Because I've traveled by Metro before just on, on vacations and trips and whatnot, you know, uh, but it's not, you know, it's just like, you know, I think there's for, for people not taking those things regularly, I think there is a stigma, but like in reality, like there's, you know, millions of people, a million people a day taking this, like in New York, you know, that's how they get to the store, that's how they get to the job, that's how they get home, you know what I'm saying, like. It's like the thing. It's like instead of having a car and paying for gas, they're like paying regularly for like a like a subway card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to be honest with you. So there's whenever, no stigma there. It's just like, you know, everyday life. Whenever I visited the city, I took the subway and I was like, this is great. Like now I don't have to control. I, I'm getting to where I'm going, but I don't have to be in charge of it. And that was kind of a nice thing because I was free to read a book or, uh, you know, look on my phone or listen to a podcast, take a nap, whatever I wanted to do. But whenever you're responsible, right, whenever you're in that that vehicle of your own and you're taking up space on the highway and you're being a mouth breather, right, that's whenever Whoa. you're in control and you have to make sure I, I can't multitask right now. Right. It may be if, if you if you lived in a bigger city and maybe you went to college there. Right. And you had to drive to class. You can't be working on your homework as you drive to class and let, if, if you're a safe individual. Right. But let's say you were in the city, right? You could just ride the subway, ride the train, bus, whatever, still be working on the homework, yeah. have some, have that additional time to yourself that you can utilize throughout your day. And that's something that I feel like is a very big plus of public transportation. Yeah. And, and another thing is, in addition to that, I mean, you're talking about the school thing and it's kind of for work and, and for things like that. Generally, especially in the big cities, they're very, it's, it's pr extremely reliable down to the minute, you know what I'm saying? Because they know that these people depend on these things for getting around. It's extremely reliable. You know exactly the routes, you know exactly the times, you know what I'm saying? Like you can plan your day around, you know, subway times. It's it's really, I don't think it's that difficult. Exactly. And it and it's there for you, right? Versus if you get in a car, you might 
you know, count in 10 minutes, maybe leave a little bit earlier than you're yeah, supposed you to in case, you, in case you run into traffic, but then you might Correct. sit in traffic for 25 minutes, right? Oh, yeah. And we talked about that recently. You said that the, the worst town that you've ever been in for traffic, whenever we talked about big cities, was Boston. Is that right? Yeah. So yeah Boston's up there with some of the worst traffic in the country. You've got New York City, of course, where there's gridlock. You've got Miami. Pretty much any big city, there aren't enough roads. There aren't there isn't enough infrastructure for as many people are living in these places, right? Yeah. And so one of the things, right? Because everybody's stuck on the highway, right? Uh, I got to get to work and I've been in tra standstill traffic for 20 minutes, which I don't understand how it gets to standstill traffic, but it does. And everybody's like, how do we fix this, right? Do we build roads on top of roads? Do we uh, build roads under roads? Like I, I got to get my car wherever I'm going. Could the answer possibly be transportation, right? Because in theory- <laughs> Well, you, what else were you, what else could it be? Let me just ask In you that. Theory. The, and what's the answer to our transportation problems? Public transportation, I think. A little more specific there. I like that a little more. Yes. And I, that's okay. what I meant to say. And I apologize. You said the answer to our transportation problems was transportation. I said, oh, you don't say. Transportation of the public means, right? Got so it, public it, transportation, it. right? That's the answer to all these problems. It's not building more roads. It's building less roads and putting subway trains and and and, and more bus routes and maybe even and having who bus pays lanes. For that? I don't know. I have no well, idea. Well, don't you think that's a little important? Well, I'll tell you who doesn't want to pay for it and who doesn't want it to happen is big oil, right? Because they want big keep, oil. They want to keep stuff in their fat BP. and chewing on their uh, straw uh, piece of straw coming out of their mouth with their cowboy hat, oh. standing out there with their that... with their hands on their hips in Texas, looking at the sunrise. Huh. They don't mostly want coastal, like Gulf, Gulf Coast. They like don't want that to happen because then, oh, they stop selling as many cars. They stop selling as much gas. Right. And then, boom, they lose all their money. Right. And right now they talking about monopolies. They have the country, I guess, the world by the you know what, because yeah. that's your only option now by the test tickles. We've talked about. Would self-driving cars solve the problem? Would Whoa. switching to uh, EV cars do any good, right? The idea with self-driving cars, which I'll just touch on for a second, but if you really wanted to get into it, we did a whole episode dedicated on it. If all cars were self-driving on the same network, you would have to think that traffic would decrease because it would take out human error and it would be able to work its way through certain traffic situations, maybe even predict certain traffic situations before they happen to maybe. prevent them. Right. I think it's a little complicated. Extraordinary amount of processing power. Right. But unrealistic amount. The more realistic solution is let's put some trains by the highways or, or, or do something to where you don't have to get in your car and drive to work. Right. Because most of the time, I don't think people would be against it. Right. Because it's taking 45 minutes for them to drive seven miles in Los Angeles. Right. So yeah. if you have a train where you just get on it at, at, a, at a certain stop, and like you said, it's really reliable and it gets you where you're supposed to go and it stops at every stop for you know a minute and then it continues on through its path, gets everybody to where they're needing to go, and then it gets them out of there once the day's done. I don't understand how that just doesn't make sense. But not a lot of things are done, it seems like, because they make sense. They're done because, and I, I hate to get on this topic again, but it, they're done because what's going to make people the most money and public transportation money. is not going to make people the most money, but you would have to agree if public transportation increased traffic would decrease. Yeah, there's a lot of a places. Coffee. Yeah. And there's a lot of places um, in Europe. Of course, you know, Europe is a lot older than the United States. You know, those mm -hmm. 
uh, places of civilization, those societal cities where, you know, roads didn't exist early on. Right. And so a lot of city and places in Europe and like places like Japan, too, is really good with it, is not designed because it's weird because in America, a lot of cities are kind of they have to kind of hit a balance between you got to be able to drive your car. But there's also public transportation options. Yeah. Whereas in a lot of these European countries and a lot of places in Japan, it's not the city was not built for cars like you just can't. There's not really any places for it. It's like foot and bike and like train. Right. And they're beautiful, love, beautiful places. They're I love places. a walkable city. I'll tell yeah. you that right now. I And, you course, know, it's not. Oh, go ahead. Well, what I'm going to say is not super important, but just, uh, I, you know, the college experience, right, I think gives a lot of people that walkable experience because yeah. most of the time you're living in a dorm and wherever you need to go is within walking distance. For me, sure. I lived off campus, but at a location close enough to where I could walk to work, I could walk to class. The only thing I needed to, well, I'm not going to get there, but I was going to say there were reasons where I needed to drive my car. You needed self-defense. That's what you needed. No, that's not anywhere close you to what I was to saying. Carry I, a piece. No, 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 no. I was saying that oh. I occasionally needed to drive my car to certain places, but for the most part, I could just walk, and it was great. So I don't see why I love to walk. I don't see why walker. people aren't more for that. And I think you're seeing these these cities that are being built. I think they're called like 15 minute cities or, or something. I don't know if you've heard about that. Where mm-hmm. you know, living, uh, grocery, restaurant, everything that you need. Is within 15 minutes and of course people are getting upset about it because no matter what you do people are going to get upset but true i think you started to touch on it because there are these countries that seem to have it figured out better than us which uh, yeah, they have a it, lot of stuff figured out it seems like better than the united states if i can right. say so yeah but not but, get I mean, specific yeah but, but like you know in every scenario you have to consider you know, you can't, it's not so black and white, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Uh, you couldn't look at Miami, right, and say, oh, you know what, this, we could, you know, Miami would be better if we just started over and made it a, a walkable city. Like, you can't do that, you know what I'm saying? No. And so a lot of places, it's too, it's too late for something like that. In some places, you, know, you have to, you have to count for certain environmental situations right they have they have underground transportation out in california but not a not a lot of people use it because they're scared to death that an earthquake's going to happen and then we've all we all know how that would work similar to miami with all of the the strong storms and hurricanes that have happened there and the worries worry about maybe the the sea levels rising and, and the flooding capabilities in miami because it's built in a swampland right if you built underground transportation, it would easily flood and it would most of the time likely never work. But I do feel like I just kind of gave the counter argument there, but I do feel like there is still a way for public transportation. And we've kind of touched on that as much as I feel like we need to, because we have two other things that are very exciting that I want to get to. Do we? First thing. I didn't look at the list that you sent me beforehand. That's, that's like my thing. You know I don't what? look at Perfect. those lists, you know? Perfect. DJ doesn't either. So I'm going to ask you a question. And right. I just want you to answer it honestly. Honestly? You want me to answer a, a question honestly? We've all I, I hope that you're always honest, but we've all seen the pictures. We've all seen the layouts. All right. Where the hell is the intercontinental train? The high speed train that they've been promising in the United States. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you where it is. High speed train, it's... Tom Cruise movie. Would you see it or not? Oh, not again. <laughs> Another one. We can't keep doing this. Tom Cruise can't feature in every episode of 2023. 
there was just a movie that came out called Bullet Train, but I would there rather is... see High Speed Train. I think with Tom Bullet Cruise. Train was one of my is an incredible movie. I love Bullet Train. But Intercontinental Railway. Intercontinental Train. I'll tell you where it is. You know where it is? It's caught up in red tape. It's caught up in government regulation and state regulation. It's caught up in who would pay for it. It's caught up in where would you put it. But it's, it's funny. It's funny on. that the question of who is going to pay for this never comes up for the things that people are already paying for, right? Because it's, it's already there. But but there's there's some things that we don't really have a say but in. But there's a difference. And they're getting paid for. But there is a difference. Okay. Because the Intercontinental Railroad was going is would be going through the state. We go through various states, going through different areas, different stops, and so perhaps you would have to. The 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 drops that I've seen where you could take a train from Los Angeles to Boston in ten hours or something right. like that. You know, and it's so you slower consider... than it's slower than than air travel, but it would probably be more affordable. And I know and probably you know, more comfortable, more comfortable. And one of the reasons why it wouldn't work is because it would negatively affect the airline industry. So I don't want to get ahead of you, but go ahead. I asked you the question and then I started to answer it. That's all right. I just think that. You got to consider, first of all, the federal government would have to pay for it, being that it goes through states, the Department of Transportation. I don't want to, I'll just very, I'll just touch it and then go right back. Uh, a very recent poor track record with the Department of Transportation and a couple emergency handlings. Sure. With an, enough said about that. So I don't know. Not why to get political. Do you, yeah, not to get political. Do Another name of a Tom Cruise movie, not to get political. And uh, and political, plays... Do you trust the federal government to make a rail across the country? Second of all, they got to maintain Cruise, it. Hold on, hold on. Tom Cruise would play like the president, and he oh. doesn't want to be the president, but he was forced into the position. So it would be called not to get political. All right, go ahead. That sounds like more of a comedy than a Tom Cruise movie. He can do it. Uh, and then second of all, you have to consider where the government's got to decide where it goes through. Because states are going to want a piece of that revenue. They're going to want stops in the big cities. And there's going to be incentives to make it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, people are going to be up. So, oh, why the train didn't stop here? And why did it stop there? Right? Put, and put then, food courts somewhere, right? Where you right, can stop and, where and get a McDouble. Where is the end? Is it just from L.A. to Boston? Is it crisscross the whole country? Where does it stop? How many lines are you going to have? How many people do you think are going to ride this railroad? Think for a second. How many people would be using that. Now think about, it's not going to be one line going to each city. You would be, I mean, the, the train would go down and you'd have to wait for it to come all the way back across the country? No. You'd have like 10 they, trains all going to one trains. place, all going they to each city. They have trains right now. I mean, you can go to, to you know, Illinois, Chicago, go to Union but Station, right? But not across, right? not crossing the country. Yeah, yeah, you can take it's a on train a more from, reasonable from Chicago scale. to California. And then on the, I know on the East Coast, there's a whole train system where you could, you know, basically Boston, Washington, D.C., New York City, Philadelphia, all those places are connected by train. So That's take that, take that existing, those existing, you know, sure. maps and, and geographical points yeah, and yeah. say they're going to hit all the big cities and you're going to be able to get from Houston to Chicago if you need to. Right. And there are going to be maybe there's a situation where you have to get off this train and then get on this one in order to, to go north. Like it's it doesn't have to be that complicated. It's just like I think a, it is a subway system. Though. It's just a huge subway system, I think. And I think the bigger and more vast you go, more interconnected you are, the more complex it becomes with timings, with infrastructure, not even to mention the building, but the main maintenance of it. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. I'm not arguing for, that it's not a good idea. That's but for I somebody think, else to figure right, out. Right. Well, the somebody else is going to be the federal government. Right. By you know what? Law. 
And I'll go I ahead, think I'll go that ahead, they're not on, capable of I'll go ahead and put that. this out there. I'll do it. If <laughs> the government is listening, if the federal government is listening, and I know that you are, right? I'm pointing at the Be camera. Buttigieg, get, on, get him on the line. Quinn Eaton will, is offering. willing. Right I'm, working, I'm working part-time. I've got plenty of time to map out the intercontinental train railway if needed be. Okay? Hit Mayor me up. Pete send me him. an email. That's wow. all I'm saying. Now, now that they are listening and, and, they, and they're and they on the edge of their seats, right, I want to end with the future of public transportation. And this should be fun because right now it seems like everything's leveled off, right? I don't know if at one point maybe you could take a, a horse uh, from one side of the town to the other and that would be public transportation. But now, of course, it seems like we've kind of leveled out at buses, trains, and subways. How can we continue this future public transportation uh, advancement? I have two ideas. I'll throw them right out there. Number one, I don't know if you've ever seen the the show Futurama. They just have tubes in the sky, you know, <laughs> running everywhere from from building what? to building, and you just get in a little tube and it shoots you through, right? And you're like, okay, like a mail, uh, pretty much, mail like system? like at the at the bank where you put your check in, like Buddy the Elf shoots it up and then it comes back down, kind of thing. That same idea, except you're yeah. in the tube getting shot through it, right? It's a really good idea. If they Very can nice. figure it out. Right. Maybe so. Maybe maybe it's a little dated, but I think if you kind of looked at it from a technological standpoint, from a logistical standpoint, it makes a lot right. of sense. To even send though, human beings through tubes, it does yeah, make a lot of sense. Even though tubes crossing and, and, and tube accidents, right? You don't want those, so they'd have to figure that out. Yeah. Uh, the other the other idea that I have for the future of public transportation is teleportation, right? Where wow. you just get into some sort of, uh, you know, it seems like in all the sci-fi movies, it's just yep. like this little uh, molecular disassembler breaks sure. you down by your rib, raw atoms you, and you put it in, builds you, you put it in and it's like, I need to go here. And then it, you just step right through it. And then as you're stepping through it, you are teleported. Into, you, you rebuilds your hand on your butt, sure. your foot on your shoulder. And, and they would have to figure those things out. They would have to figure those things out, but I think it'd be a great idea. One of my favorite childhood games. I'm, I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know about it. It's called Toontown. Uh, it was on Disney. It was a Disney product. And in order to go different places, your character would pull out a book, you would click on a map, and then the, the book would close. The, your character would, out of its pocket, pull out a, a, a hole, a like black a worm hole. hole. You pulled a black yeah. hole out of his pocket. Throw it yeah. on the ground, and then it would it would <laughs> enlarge. It. it would enlarge to the you know the the size of your character, and then you would just like jump through it as if you were jumping into a pool during the summer, and then you would pop out of that wow. hole in the place that you wanted to go. It's if the they can figure that take. out, right? Well, I mean, that technology was there in the two, early 2000s. So now take that technology from the video game and then place it in real life. And I'm sure right. it would not it would not be a problem. That's all I'm saying. But future of public transportation, Isaac, any ideas from, from your end as far yeah. as maybe how we could improve on this whole situation? Yep. I'm thinking obliterate roads, obliterate existing public transportation. Right. Uh, what's a problem we're having with big time in this country? Um, blackbirds. Unemployment. Okay. We obliterate all forms of current transportation and we just make uh, all forms of transportation rickshaw. Just like the classic Seinfeld bit, uh, the hand-drawn, it'll just, just be rickshaw pads and you and we hire on anybody who's willing to pull a creates, rickshaw. Creates jobs. Creates Not jobs, super fast. Completely environmentally friendly. That's true. 
that's think true. that's about as good of an idea as anybody seemed, could come up with. Some might listen to that and say that's a step back, um, but I can I can see where it could be an easy step forward. So uh, maybe maybe on top of that, uh, get those hoverboard scooters that were catching fire a couple of years ago. Everybody just gets one of those, and that's how you get around. And if you need to get somewhere, live near it. And if you don't, too bad. <laughs> yeah, right? too bad. Bozo. I think that's a decent idea. Yeah, uh, I think we we really covered public transportation to as as much as as ninety six percent tonight. So I think Without we're going to call it quits Department there. Transportation calling us. Yeah, I can't wait to get a call from us. Mayor Pete. Uh, like I said, I'd be happy to kind of take on the project of the Intercontinental Railway. I plan on shaking Joe Biden's hand here in a couple <laughs> weeks as he uh, gives Don't me the too hard. Well, I, I won't, but he'll give me the uh, the power of the Inter Intercontinental Railway. Um, and um, I think I think that that's that. Right. I mean, that's a great place to end it. So, yeah, Isaac, thanks so much for joining me on this episode. Like I said, this doesn't count on the total count. Uh, I think, you, I think I'll DJ it, but I appreciate on, it. Uh, on how many episodes you've, you've uh, I guess, co-hosted since 250. But yep. this has been a great episode of AY and 2K. My name is Quinn Eaton. I'm Isaac Bear. And this has been All You Need to Know. This has been All You Need to Know. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, message us on Twitter or Facebook or send us an email at all you need, the number two, no, zero, zero, at gmail.com rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and tune in every wednesday because here at ayn2k we've got you covered